I didn't go public with my diagnosis uh, for the woe me. I went public because I wanted people to hear somebody like myself who was speaking on advocacy authentically based upon my situation. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 22, Part 4 of the Camp Fifi Uncensored Podcast with my dear friend Maurice Linka as we wrap up our conversation about surviving ovarian cancer and my what-the-fuck wake-up moments, the importance of removing all toxic elements in one's life, and how Marie's curiosity around did I experience fear led us to talk about many unexpected things. So pull up that chair, lean in, grab that coffee and cannoli, because here we go. I'd like to think that this accumulation of living my life up till now has proven to, like, I make a good teacher. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to think that I hope I'm an inspiration. And I just hope that, you know, I get to experience the things that I was afraid of living into, that I didn't know how I could, you know, being a pure artist, uh, you know, I didn't want to starve. So I took a road this way. And from that ended up in these environments, good, bad, and otherwise, some were really great, others really fucking abusive. Yeah, that like have created the barnacles on the vessel mm-hmm. that I some I want to shake up, get the fuck off of me. Yeah, you know, others I want to go. Oh, I want to sail with you on the seven seas. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, and um, I think that that's life. I don't think again. I don't think I'm any different. I think that that's just my my way of sharing and being aware and being relatable, and therefore. I'd like to, you know, my goal is to formulate something that's really true to myself, but that can help others in the process. And that is something that I've been trying to figure out all my life. How do I take all the things that I love and make an impact, a lingering impact? And um, that's, that's always been really important to me and I don't know why and I don't know what that means and I don't and I don't know that I know what it looks like even yet I'm getting ideas mm-hmm. and I think that you know doing the podcast has been one of those really great places for me to sit down with others and tap into all that curiousness that I've always had all my life Mm-hmm. And I do think that I'm because I'm a lover of life and a lot of things <clears throat> that I, there's not a whole lot that I don't find interesting to discuss. Do I want it to be where I'm the subject matter of cancer? No. But if I'm meant to be that for now and have a really authentic conversation and things that are layered around that, 
like, you know, receiving rose petals or, (laughs) or speaking to my dear friend, you know, from the Netherlands and, and having a real honest, authentic conversation, like, and yeah. And, and, and who knows what, um, and what came out, well, who knows, but what came out of our last conversation where you just, you peeled off another layer and there's many more layers to come. Mm-hmm. I'm sure as you sort of come off of this high of, I just had cancer and chemo, you know? Um, and um, yeah, and let the, let the, you know, if there's a lesson to be learned, let it be that the most important thing is you and how you want to spend your life and not in accordance with or according to anything or anybody any social or or any social rules or whatever the fuck we've come up with in life that makes it you know if you if you really want to live according to all that it makes it unbearable it really does and look at you know we both know that you know, social media has a lot to do with that. And I do believe in there's a lot of positive things about social media as a, for instance, of one of the vehicles that we're doing the living up to. And before yeah, social another, media, there was big brother watching over us. Like, are, are you really doing the correct thing? Cause they, they will jump on your ass if you don't. And, um, and so is it really authentic? you know, all this social media, or are you just portraying something that you think the world wants to see in a lot of instances? I completely agree with you. I, you get no argument from me there. I do think though, above and I think all of that, but I also have seen some very positive things for myself that I never in a million years, three years of doing it messy would I have seen some of the very rooted benefits of people I've connected with that I would never have connected with had I not three years ago with the pandemic found myself launching a brand online and then connecting with people randomly who I'd never connected with prior and from that depending upon the individual's individual or individuals expanded on those relationships and some today include my producers and who produce my podcast mm-hmm. and the the team that I train with and there's others from there and part of this community that um, grew in the last few years and have been a part of you know <clears throat> outside of all the people that I grew up with around the country and who live around the world, depending upon where they are, um, who I have been supported by, but not intentionally. Like I didn't, you know, for instance, you know this, I didn't go public with my diagnosis uh, for the woe me. I went public because I wanted people to, here's somebody like myself who was speaking on advocacy authentically based upon my 
situation. On, on, a very and, on a very important subject that many, <clears throat> you know, like you said too, many women um, go to the pharmacy and buy some pads and like, oh, well, mm -hmm. that's a little bit of whatever. I'm just, I'm leaking. <clears throat> yeah. But and that's where it's a very important subject matter, I would have to say. Yeah. And that's where using that platform, good, bad, or otherwise, yeah. I'd like to think for myself, only in my moment, can I speak for myself, that I was doing something was authentic, wasn't about how I looked or saw or was seen or heard didn't give a flying fuck what people thought because I was just wanting to get a message out that was very scary for me to get out <clears throat> for so many reasons mm -hmm. but knew that if I didn't that maybe somebody did mean to hear it and I that was proven in the end and if anything I hope what it did whether it was that message or the handful of other messages that came after that and have come since is helps people get out of their own way too. Like I'm working on getting out of my own way. That's one of my big lessons in life is to give myself permission to be Felicia. Right. Felicia's, Felicia's been great since Felicia came onto this planet. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> but there's been a lot of moments in life, whether because of other people's actions or because of things that have been said or done, <clears throat> where I have pulled back. Right. And there's a I don't great, want to pull there's back a great, anymore. Cat um, Ste Stevens said, I, I got to say, I'm a fan. <laughs> I love Cat Stevens' music. I, I don't care I'm, what his beliefs are. He's got some. Good, he wrote some really nice texts, and one of the one of the lines he uh, he has in the song, uh, the father son um, mm -hmm. song, which is just so <clears throat> dear to me. I'm not a son, but I can I can so understand what he's saying. Um, uh, and one of the lines is. It goes. I I don't I don't know the exactly how it goes, but it has something to do with from the moment I could talk, I was ordered to listen. Mm -hmm. And isn't that the truth? You know, when mm -hmm. you're they're 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 egging you on, like, oh look, she's saying mommy. Oh look, she's saying daddy. And then you're starting to say all these other things, and then you're starting to eat up. And then you should you should shut up because the grown-ups are talking, or you should shut up, you know shut up for whatever reason. So yeah, so um, from the moment we can we can speak, and we're ordered to listen. Like, but shit, man, I had I have a lot of good things to say. <laughs> yeah, damn it. Yeah, and it's not an ego thing. And you're, it's and really then, a so then you're holding them in. You're forced to hold them in, and and yeah. And you go on from there and um isn't it the truth i think when you know the situations that were were raised in we do kind of look for similar situations until we learn the lesson like that may not be the healthiest thing <laughs> that you're doing you're constantly repeating you know these similar 
people in your circle, there's always that person is always represented and that person's always represented. And you always pick that one too, just to make it complete. And it's probably <laughs> on that cellular level, you know, mm -hmm. that my peptide oh, for sure. my cells are like, we want that peptide. Come on, let's recreate that situation. Let's find those people. Let's do it again and again and again and again and again. And uh, and st and there they will be the people that that will tell you to shut up because you're an idiot. And so then you go and then you know you move on and on and on and on and on, and um, until that day comes where you go, F you know, fuck this, fuck this shit. Yeah, I'm I'm Felicia. I'm going to do a podcast and I'm going to talk and um and if anybody if you don't like it, don't listen. And if you like it, listen. But maybe if you don't like it, maybe you should listen. I think you'll like it when you listen. I no, there's no probably, question. You'll hear something that you didn't know. A hundred, two hundred percent. Yeah. And 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 be like, wait a minute, what did she say? Wait a minute. Right. What did they talk about? Yeah. Wait a minute. I want to. What? What? Yeah. 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 Hey, I, was I just think there is. I think. That. What does that mean? Blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yeah, girl. Brand. Yeah. So that's, that's like definitely been in my consciousness as long, as far back as I can remember. Yeah. Is just how do you show up being your true self and totally having been adjusting and readjusting and hiding the light and all that stuff. And that, that's not, like I said, this journey, this conversation isn't, this isn't about Felicia and Marie. This is about a, a, a human race kind of a statement. And I'm not trying to be that. I'm trying to be just like heal her. Right, <laughs> but right. it really is applicable to all of us, and, and with, I have no with, doubt. You know, with healing you, you heal, you heal those around you, and those who love you, and uh, and then and then they will, you know, they will go on and and you know give the gift to the next person because they're feel they're feeling good, they're feeling the vibes. It's just you know, it's just ongoing movement of positive energy again one would hope you know that's what i hope <clears throat> excuse me resonates with people because you know it's it's the classic when you're trying to do better be better be yourself there's going to be a lot of oh god there she fucking goes again or Seriously, man, she went through cancer. And now she created X, Y, and Z. Like, who does she fucking think she is? Just, just stop. Well, fuck you. <laughs> That's what I would have to say. Fuck you. Well, I agree with you. I'd be like, yeah. who are you to tell There's me no other what words. I can and There's cannot no do? Yeah. Well, fuck you. it goes back to who, who, you know, since I can remember, who is it that said, that I could or couldn't do. I'm not here over here saying you can or cannot do. Right. So who are you to tell me what I can and cannot do or capable or I'm not capable of doing? I, it's not my problem that you think I'm too smart, too talented, too able, too whatever. I'm done 
playing that game. Yep. It's not because I think I'm all that in a slice of bread. I'm not the smartest person. I'm not the most talented person. There's a lot of things that are going off in my head. I'm a big idea person. I'm a connector. I love people. <clears throat> I love a lot of things that I think I have a pretty rational mind about. I also love history and I love making people aware of things. I like, I think it's important to be a teacher in a way that makes people think in an entertaining sort of way that makes people go, wait a minute, let me play that back. What did they say? Mm -hmm. That's right. That's what we said. Mm -hmm. That's right. That did happen. Pay attention. We're not alarmists. We're here just having a chat around the campfire, mm -hmm. but it's because of these authentic chats that most people aren't taking the time to have that I think are super, super important that so much organically gets revealed in our moments of like, holy shit moments. And mm -hmm. those are the things that I think are really like the carry forward kind of, how do you rock in the water affect people positively doing this, having real conversations. Mm-hmm. And that's just part of, to me, like a bigger picture, you know, because then in turn, it's like, how do you go out and be in the world and be your true self? What does that mean? How do you do it? How do you inspire others doing it? And we're all out there doing it. Right. It's all yeah. energy. Right. That's metaphysics. Yeah. That's cause and effect. Too. That's like how oh, I want to causally affect. Oh, God, not... Oh God, you know, it's evening here and I have to go to bed and I, I can't, I cannot go to bed with metaphysics on my mind because it just <laughs> sent me, <laughs> holy fuck. I love it though. I love, I love it. I love that we're being challenged to cr create our own awareness and our own reality and our own yeah, create our own lives, really, you know, it's not, so it's not up to all the other people in the, you know, in the world out there trying to tell you how to behave as a woman or how to behave as a, as a, whatever, living, living being, what you can. And a cell, a cellular a collection of a cells. cellular being, yeah. No, it's up to you. It's up to you yourself. How are you, how are you going to do this? How are you going to create this, um, this life that's given you? And um, um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting older. It gets better when you get older. It just gets, keeps getting better. It just gets clearer. Well, the path yeah. gets wider and, and, and you can, yeah. Well, I have two things I want to add to that. When when this leaking started yeah. and this whole series of events occurred over the last six months, never in a million years did I think on the other side of that, that this would be the conversations that we would be having and the awareness and the things that would come up out of it ever, mm -hmm. never. So that's a big, big like, wow. Right? Yeah. Huge, huge. And your conversation about cellular, you know, in NET, which is a form of therapy with muscle therapy, muscle 
I don't know if you ever had any of that work done here in LA, but a lot of my practitioners practice NET. And it will be about going into that cellular space of What's when it that NET. NET. I don't remember what the letters stand for. Neuro, neuro, energy. There. I don't know. I forget. I really don't. Electric. I don't remember. But it is a way of going in and asking the body when that trauma originated, mm-hmm. and then you go in and clear it through that moment of time. So it could have been conception, preconception, post-conception, an incident that occurred. And you go in and through those series of questions, can you cellularly shift and shift the dynamics? And ironically, speaking of metaphysics, what I think is so interesting and what I think is such an important thing for people to think about is that the galaxy is not about getting stuck. The galaxy is about being in constant motion. It's in constant shift. We are, as metaphysical energy, supposed to always be in flow and shift the ability to. And yes, some of our galaxies are meant to like dance together. Hey, let's go across, you know, go see Jupiter and Pluto while we're, you know, shooting across the whatever I mean I'm making this shit up but I think the more we're aware of that there is some something so much greater than us and I don't know what that's called but the more we align with that truth the more we align with that that which we are which is simply energy and that we, you know, I mean, when we think about like us as babies or, you know, a baby and you go, God, you just want to keep it in its pure form. And then we fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Going Shut back up. to this, going <laughs> back to the music, going back to the song, the piece. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your order, your order to listen. Yeah. Order to listen. And so listen to what to your crap. Sadly true. Yeah. Because imagine how many people go ahead. I'm sorry. No, not nothing. I was just repeating a lot of crap. A lot of crap, a lot of dogma that is learned and relearned and taught and retaught. That's probably really unhealthy shit. Maybe not. But a lot of unhealthy shit. That's why we have so much violence and destruction and damage in the world and arrested development and all the things. And again, like I said earlier, we need to come back to a place. And it sounds really esoteric and idealistic, but it's the more we all do the work for ourselves, the better in the end we can show up for not only ourselves, but others and make a positive impact. And again, I know it's like, yeah, go for it, Felicia. You know, like really, but it's the truth. Like, I think a lot less of us would be sick if we actually got to like be that pure self that we didn't get so damaged by. And I know that you're not gonna live in a a world that's not full of what we live in. 
but I'd like to think that we can conscious, you know, I think consciousness is a very powerful thing. We got to start somewhere, you know, and <clears throat> I, I, I think uh, we're, we've kicked down some doors that others have pried open for us. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we can continue that, um, that service of prying open some more doors that others mm-hmm. after us can kick open and, and where that's all going to lead. I have no idea, but for right now, this feels good to uh, keep, keep the conscious flow going, be, 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 I don't know if you can constantly be aware. I don't think so because situations happen. People walk into your lives. You're, you're, you're not at your best at that moment. You're not paying enough attention. They get to you and boom, they're in, you know, and then other, other people, very wise people will say, well, you need to shut yourself down from those. You need to shut yourself off from those people. Well, you know, guess what? It already, they, they were in, they were in, (laughs) they got in unannounced. I did. I wasn't paying attention. Sure. Those moments still happen, but I like to think like you now with your, you know, coming out of your chemo and sitting on the sofa and eating something that, you know, is not healthy for you, but you're catching yourself and you know, you know, that you've, you've met this, you've met this Felicia before, and you know why that Felicia is here deep down inside. Nobody needs to tell you this. Um, you know, you already know damn well why she's here and what she's doing here. And it's a great thing. It's a gift. And that's the work that you've been doing. And that's, you know, the work I hope many of us are doing that we, we keep recognizing this behavior that we, you know, are apparently are on cellular level. (laughs) We're addicted to these fucking peptides. That flowed through our blood system, but uh, we're aware, and that's an amazing thing. Well, that's it. We have, we do have the tools. I mean, you know, if I looked at it from this perspective of little Felicia, has like come a long fucking way, and little Felicia right. had the tools then, even though she was an innocent little three-year-old. No different than she has the tools now, because because I she's proven that time and time again Mm -hmm. I mean she doesn't have to prove anything that's the truth and you don't don't have to know anything no no I just need to show up being me and and I just want to be around you know not a cult I want to be around like-minded people who get that right who support that mindset, who want to raise each other up in a really healthy way. Look at, I think that we all can get threatened or fearful or scared or whatever. Look at right now can be considered a very scary time, Um, you know, coming out of all this and Hollywood's going through a writer's strike and we're literally being told we can't work because all things are shut down. To most of the world, that's meaningless. To most of the world, it's like, oh, whatever, you squilled rotten, whatever. But the truth is, is most of us truly work for a living. And so, you know, on top of the 
fear of what the fuck did one just get through. There's the reality of like, okay, so this is your line of career, you know, from not only ourselves, but for many. And there's another big unknown. I think the time, I mean, honestly, Marie, right now, I feel like I might as well have been in the pandemic. I've been in this pandemic for three years now. Right. You know, I feel like this May 2023 feels no different than May 2020, except right. a lot of things have happened <laughs> in those right. three years, you know, right. and it's not meant to sound heavy or like delude anything we just kind of concluded to. No, it's to say life goes on and then it's how you, you know, do your best to do your best yeah. because life is not seamless. Life is, you know, a series of events and it's a really, it's how you do your best to manage through it. And um, there's no like simple answer to that other than to be aware, to be conscious, to talk things out, to have conversations, to, to be willing to explore and be willing to expand and be willing to recognize and get quiet at the same time yeah. so you can get reflective yeah. and feel your feelings whatever and however that comes out as long as it's not harmful mm-hmm. to you or others right. right right and i was just willing to say this is how it affected me but i think it was just the most fascinating interesting thing that came from our conversation of you're asking about here was your big question. And, you know, it probably sounded like I was skirting around it. The last time we spoke, I wasn't skirting around it. It was what had not come up for me in the way that it did then 48 hours after our conversation. Right. Right. And I guess you can't gauge that shit is the answer to that. You can't, you can't what? You can't can't gauge it when it's going to show up. No, you don't know. It's going to show up one way or the other. You wouldn't be human if you if it didn't. It's like, no, it's fine. I'm... <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and I'm really grateful for this conversation because I think it's a really interesting way of being able to show it authentically also, like in a very innocent way. Like nobody could have predicted this. You, you know, our conversation wasn't predictable. Our conversation wasn't, we didn't know. I didn't know what you were going to ask me. I didn't know how that might potentially trigger the next chapter. And we wanted to just continue this conversation because the truth is, is it was a really great informative conversation between two girlfriends that I think more people need to hear how to be connected with one another. And this is a perfect example of that. Right. Being able to ask questions without, you know, out of, without fear of, of, because it's, you know, when somebody, when somebody is diagnosed with a life-threatening disease, many people just, they'd they'd rather, when they see you, they'd rather uh, walk the other way, like pretend they haven't seen you. Of course. Then to face you, because what do you say? Well, what do you say? You just go, what the fuck? What just happened? You know, you just go head on. And if that person wants to talk about it, they will. And if they don't, they don't. And that's it. And 
but um yeah it is that is another it's a socially kind of a difficult one for a lot of people to uh to deal with so it was you know i know with you that i can just i can ask you questions and if i've gone too far i'm sure you'll tell me but um you know, so far so good. And it was great. Well, it was great that you opened up and it was great that you actually, I was kind of joking when I said part three and then you said, well, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of have this, this, uh, you know, this is kind of like tail, tail end uh, that's kind of, kind of happening to me. So it'd be great to have another conversation. And yeah. Uh, and yeah. And it is great. And who knows, you know, who knows, maybe we'll, we'll, we'll have, uh, I'm sure you and I will have many more conversations. I don't know if you'll oh. be recording them all, but if anything comes up, because this is a journey. And I know uh, a very dear friend of mine had breast cancer and she's 50. She also works in the industry in Hollywood. And um, um, she had a breast, uh, what, do, what do they call that when they don't amputate the whole breast, but they, you know, they like take a part of it. I don't know. There's a word for it. And um, uh, reconstruction. No, that's what they do afterwards. But they, you know, when she was diagnosed with breast cancer and they didn't do, they didn't amputate the breast, but they just took out, I don't know, a chunk. Okay. And with the tumor and, and, and she went through chemo and, and radiation and all that. And um, God, and I remember when she, when she was, her hair was starting to grow back and it was, and, and it was that coming back, like she thought it was white. So she called me and she said, oh my God, I took some henna <laughs> and I, and oh, I, <laughs> and I, I and I looked like, and it was a carrot and it was, and I just oh felt so hor. I was horrified for her. And it was, I think it was nine 30 at night when she called me in tears. She's like, Oh my God, I, I look like carrot top. I don't know what I've done. And I, I jumped in my car and I found uh, a CVS or whatever it was at the time, a Rite Aid and they were still open. And I was able to fly in there and come out with some brown, crazy brown dye. I don't even remember what it was, but I just thought anything <laughs> to help her out. But so, so she had that. And then 12 years later, she was diagnosed with breast cancer in the other breast. And they did amputate that breast. And, um, and it's been now, I'd say 15 years later, and I just recently had a conversation with her and um, these, the same question that you, or, or the same issue that you, you were touching on a little earlier about, you know, why is this showing up in my body? Is it, is it environmental? Is it people in my life? Is it you know, experiences in my life and her position in it. You can't, you can't blame anybody for something that's happening to you. You're always, it's a, it's a two-way street always. And so this is 15 years later, she's having this conversation with herself. So it's, you know, it's, it's an ongoing process. I think once you've been diagnosed with something so intense and it's something that was, could have taken your life away at that moment. Uh, that's 
yeah, I think that's a, an ongoing process from here on. So who knows what else you may be experiencing? Um, oh, no question. I mean, it's just a series of teachable moments, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And however, <laughs> however authentic you want to be with it, because I think in her case, I think I think with her, it was the fear of facing issue, you know, her own personal mm -hmm. issues. Mm -hmm. And it she finally translated it into, you know, what does this have to do? What is my life experience? What is what, what do my life experiences have to do in connection with me having breast cancer mm -hmm. in both my breasts? And, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, you know, you just you just you came up with it a lot quicker because I don't know why you just did. But um, <clears throat> but so, yeah, so it's an ongoing it's an ongoing process i'm i mean who am i i don't have the experience but kind of what i'm you know what i'm what i've seen from girlfriends around me going through this well nor do we want you to have the experience so we'd rather you you know stay on that right. side of the track right. i wasn't so i wasn't clear. planning on it i did have there you go Oh my God, I must share this with you uh, quickly. I, I went to, uh, here in the Netherlands, they invite you every two years for a breast cancer research. And they, they also do uh, a um, intestinal cancer research that you can partake in every two years. So, but, so for women, it's uh, after you've turned 50, you get an invitation every two years and, and, as all women who've had a mammogram know, it fucking <laughs> hurts. There's no other, there's just nobody, unless you're a sadist, I don't know. Or yeah, you have to be a sadist. A masochist. No, a masochist, no question. Yeah, you must be a you're masochist. Right. Unless you like you're that into that thing. shit. It's, nothing it is good. unbearable. Yeah. And so I didn't do it um, the last uh, time they invited me I just I don't know I was in a different frame of mind I just I couldn't handle it I just thought you know I don't know I know so this time the letter came again and and um uh so I thought okay fine I'll I'll make the phone call I'll set an appointment so I did and it was this last Thursday May 4th and uh at 11 35 so I show up I'm perfectly on time and they um they have these trailers set up all, all over the country. You know, these medical trailers are like, you know, from some from, from the future. It's like all these, these, that's, you know, it's all these apparatuses and blah, blah, blah. It's all very fancy. So look, I come in there. Okay. okay so uh, are you really the person that you are? Yeah. I, <laughs> not here lying. I'm not like walking in off the street going, could you please give me a mammogram? Because I love this pain so much. <laughs> like, what is your phone number? Um, well, this is my phone. Yes, that's what it says here. Okay, so why the fuck did you just ask me for a four-hour bitch? <laughs> Do you really think? Okay, so I'm sh being shown into the little room and take off your top and blah, blah, blah. And, and this person on the other side will uh, come, come and collect you. Okay, so here comes this... Older woman, um, 
a nurse who, yeah, this is what she does this all day. Yeah. And okay, so I stand, you know, I stand there in front of the machine, and she takes my left breast first, and she lifts it up on the, on the table, on on this on this tray and this glass yeah. tray, and like measures, like okay, so everything is like perfectly in place, blah blah blah. Okay, take a step back, take a step back. Okay, fine. Did you put body lotion on? Um, yeah. So get body lotion and deodorant. While she's touching my breasts, I mean the timing is just weird. It's just weird. She goes, as she's touching my breasts, did you put body like? Come on, lady. It's just weird. It's just weird. This is it's just wrong. It's just all oh, so, it's so wrong. It's so yes, wrong. I did put body lotion on. Yes, it feels um, greasy. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I know. Sorry. Okay. So fine. Okay. So now she takes my she takes my left my left boob first. Okay. Flattens it. Ow. Okay. That one done. Takes the right boob. Bam. Flattens it. Ow again. Damn it. And I thought and and I just was like I was walking away like okay we're done right we did left with it right no we're gonna do the diagonal view also. Fuck. Oh yeah. Again, good old diagonal. So she does the right one, the right breast first, and then, and it's just, it just, you know, it's it's unbearable. And then the and she, and she does the left breast. This is like the fourth time I'm being flattened, and it slipped out of my my mouth, and I just said, "God damn it, it hurts." Yeah, and she goes. We do not approve of that language in here. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse Whoa. me. Whoa. Excuse me. But Felicia, I was so in shock and it, it was it hurt so badly that I I had I, I held back my tears like a little child. <laughs> I I just I I turned around and I just, I left the, the, the room, got back in my cubicle to change. Now I hear her talking to her colleague who comes out from somewhere behind. I don't know. Now I hear them talking about how I'm cursing and how they do not approve of that language in their workspace. Really? Now we're going to like allow the church I'm in sorry, was that, was that note on the outside of the door before you entered? Like, here are the no. rules, no swearing. Well, then you no. know what? No. And more importantly, shame on them for being so unprofessional. But I mean, they're swearing, you know, they're swearing, they're swearing. And I, but I literally said the word, God damn it. Yeah. You know, who knows what you're going to say when something really hurts? You, It's not scripted. It's not like, you know what? When something, when it hurts. She looks like a church going mama. I think I'm just going to say, God damn it. No, it was not like that. But it was what what a weird, you know, and I thought about it after I, I left. I went to a thrift store and where I go more often. And it's just a great big mess. And the people there are great. The owners are wonderful. And and um, and I talked it over with them. I was like, you know, what the fuck? Man? I just went for a mammogram. And and I talked to some other people about it and everybody was very sweet and they listened to me and, and also thought it was just, you know, it was uncalled for. And but what do you do? You know, do I file a complaint and then what? 
you know, and then what? No, but, but, but you do, but, but talking it out, this goes back to what we we're saying. And uh-huh. I didn't mean to cut you off. Talking it out, having those conversations, talking making people aware, coming yeah. into your own reality, letting yourself know you weren't off base for having those feelings, being yeah. able to be fully self-expressed, again, yes. speaking and being your truth. You know, little did, for, for instance, in rel- relativity to this, but not about me, to use you as the example, but sharing my cancer journey, who knew that speaking up and being one's truth would turn into what would help get more clarity, more awareness, more reflection, more res- more perspective and cause and effect. Yours is the same situation. That's why it's so important to have these conversations, to have these connections, because right. you get to bring, you know, that's a very important conversation to have. It is. It's not only it's not only important to be heard, but it's also important to inform other people, make them aware yeah. next time when they go and yeah. something like this happens that maybe they can speak out and say, look, this is. No, this this go it and you sh- and you should have felt safe to be able to after the fact say, hey, by the way, I not only know that whatever I said supposedly is not okay and kosher here, but when I'm getting changed and then I hear the two of you discussing it amongst yourselves, yeah. not only does it, do I feel violated on multiple levels. It's yeah. enough for me to come in here and try to take care of my health and wellness, but now I'm being told to shut up over something that I'm having just a knee-jerk reaction to. I'm not trying to be offensive or offend anybody in my literal outburst. But in top of which, then you're discussing in a manner where you're not in soundproof environment. And, you know, how does that make it better? And I'm not here to make you wrong. I'm here to say two wrongs don't make a right. And if that is a, if that is a rule of thumb, then you need to make that clear before anybody enters these four walls, like all the things. Otherwise, we're all adults here and I shouldn't feel this way. More importantly, I'm pretty sure that I was not the first woman to have her breast flattened and speak those words. I'm pretty sure there's many other words being spoken in that little cubicle. And plus, if you know. It's great that she goes to church and that that's her religion of choice. And who am I to say you shouldn't please do whatever it is that you need to do, but don't lay it on me. If, if, if I say, God damn it, I don't, I don't have those feelings that you have and okay, fine. That should and also not be your takeaway from your mammogram experience. No. Somebody else put upon you their bullshit. They're bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, it was, you know, but I was so, um, of course, in, you know, in hindsight, I could have said all these things, but I was so, it was like little Marie, like send off. You, you just were a really, really bad girl. And on top and of you that, weren't. Hurt, physically hurt me too. On top of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you were none of those things. You weren't bad. You weren't wrong. I wasn't, but it was, you know, it's just instantly. And those are those moments where, you know, other people might say, you need to, you need to um, um, close yourself off for, for, for that. Well, (laughs) too late. It was in, it was, (laughs) 
it was in i couldn't close myself off it was in it was done it was a done deal she was in she got to me but um yeah another thanks for the experience and um so yeah not gonna happen again well it kind of well no hopefully it doesn't but more importantly it's no different than your experience what you just shared is no different than my experience that I shared with you after our last conversation, which was the eating. It's kind of like, you know, unexpectedly triggered in the little Marie and the little Felicia things that remind us of how we can still be affected, don't have to be, can be, and brings it to the forefront to give us the moments to say okay well yeah you can set all the boundaries you want you like you said you didn't see that coming I, I didn't like I didn't see things coming but that doesn't make you wrong what it makes you is now more aware I love that you immediately start conversing with the thrift shop people and stuff because you knew you had to like go like my like, like yeah, yeah, I had to let it you out. You had yes. to, and so good that you did, because that was taking care of little Marie. Because yeah. now little Marie can speak up for herself. Little Marie can say, hey, wait a minute, this just happened. It's not right, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Am I? Yeah, really? Am I? Was I? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, that's what I did, and I took care of that. I, you know, I pondered... Should I make a phone? You know, should I make a phone call? Should I write a letter? And I just thought, no, I'm not. I'm not. I should have done it in the moment. Um, the, the moment's gone. I don't know if I can, you know, no. But let this be a lesson for me and for everybody else who goes in after me. Um, do not let anybody talk to you that way. If you're, you know, mm -hmm. it's not like I came in the trailer saying, God fucking damn bullshit mm -mm. crap what am i doing here mm -mm. socks this is hor you know no mm -mm. i didn't i just said it as your it was yeah it was painful yeah and and they are there to serve a purpose to be the guide to do it safely to gauge you safely yeah. i mean it, and another a response sorry a, another response she could have had could have been um I'm so sorry. Her, you're, you know, it hurts <laughs> so much. Let me release the button and we're done. And, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And that's all that needs to be said. Yeah. That's all that needs to be said. If she was personally offended in the moment, she could have kept that to herself too. Yeah. Just as much yeah. as she wanted you to keep it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's all, it's all a learning. Again, it's all like these lessons that we're all being taught. And um, I just think some of us go through the life going, oh, we're aware that it's a series of life lessons. Others are just like here, just kicking it up, not realizing that they're a cause and effect, that it's a series of life lessons. Yeah. Yeah, it's, those are it's, it's a choice, you know, there, yeah. it's a constantly, we, we're constantly presented with a choice. Is this my reaction? Is that my reaction? And, and, and that was her reaction. And my reaction was to walk away with tears in my eyes going, what the fuck? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Which I'm really sorry. I'm sorry yeah, that no, that yeah, had that you. effect on you. Yeah. Say it, that again. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's interesting too that you brought it up because in the States, they've just announced, they've just um, lowered the age to 40 from 50 to get, wow. start getting breast cancer check. I think when I first got it, I was 40 because I think that that was the age it was, but I don't remember. I really, really don't. I could be so off base, um, but I do think it's interesting. I think it's also super important, but I also think it's one of the most barbaric ways of doing those kind of examinations. There, there's oh, yeah. there's got it. I mean, I think honestly, if a man's... I think if a man's penis was yeah. put in something like that, that shit would have stopped a long time ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, I can't well, imagine. Yeah. I think echoes or, you know, yeah, there's other, there's other ways of doing it, but, um, um, it costs too much money. Right. Right. Oh. Well, this is it. There's the gardener. Hi gardener. <laughs> You can't hear because I have my AirPods in. That's hysterical. Oh, my God. Gardner was trying to tell me he's taking the dogs for a walk and run an errand or two. Are you going to go, um, go too? No, I'm going to hang out. Um, but, uh, well, actually, I might be able to go depending upon, but, you know, I, I loved our conversation. I think this was a really great um conclusion to this to this time and in moments yeah I love and you. uh i love you i love you very much and thank you so much once again is it amazing what you have no idea you're going to hear from somebody's journey potentially it's quite fascinating i certainly know going through it it was a lot of things i certainly didn't expect i love that marie asked if she could have this interview with me and it turned into these four parts over a period of two sittings and just really special and appreciate that ability to always connect with laughter and authenticity and first and foremost our hearts and love and respect for one another join me next week it's going to continue to get juicy with lots of more great conversations coming up so join us on the camp fifi uncensored podcast join subscribe share where the spirits are young the souls are wise and the life experiences are vast and boy are they vast and they just continue so much love bye for now no, 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 no.